0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Sad Boys Podcast, the podcast where you listen to somebody you don't care about, talk about things you don't care about, but you really do care about the person who's talking, so in turn you care about what I'm talking about. And today, I have a couple things I want to talk about. Now I know it's been a while since I've made an episode, so I want to make this one extra special since you gotta get that filled with the Sad Boys Podcast, as we all know. So... We're going to start off with some stories that I have, you know, stories about smoking weed, 7-Eleven runs, and shit that goes down in my basement. Also some summer stories, and depending on how long that takes, I may out to a few different topics. So, I think I'm going to start off with some, start off with some summer stories. Let's go. I believe this was the summer in between 3rd and 4th grade, and... I had a very close friend back then who I have lost contact with, which was my friend Nick, and, you know, it was very, we had a very weird start to our relationship, I only knew him through baseball at first, the first time I actually noticed him was him getting in the face when he was in left field, when somebody hit a fly ball to him, and then one day I saw him at the park, and he came over my house and, you know, it kind of just took off from there. So, over the third grade school year, we actually had gone to the same school and, you know, we became very good friends over that time. We We hung out a lot. So, for the last week of school, he slept over my house that entire week and I thought that was it, but that wasn't it because he he actually slept over my house that entire summer, he went home that Friday, that was the last day of school, and he he got a couple pairs of clothes and he showed up at my house and from there it was just every day that summer he never went home until the week before school and during that long period of time, we had, I had actually made a new friend and his name is Eli, and he came over most weekends because he, sometimes he wasn't allowed, but most of the time he was, so, um, and eventually me and Nick grew apart, you know, we met different people, but it ended on good terms, neither one of us was angry at each other, and I'm sure that if either of us were willing to make the effort, we would become friends again, but only only time will tell what will happen with that, but I think it'll just stay the way it is now. Um, it wasn't a good story, that was a shitty one, I'm sorry. Let's, let's move to some of the good shit, uh... Something. Ah, uh, got one. So, as you may know, I started smoking weed at the begin at during winter break of my freshman year, which was last year. So that got, I was a lot of fun at first. It Started off as like a way to have fun, but you no, know, it turned into something different. I had, I struggled with depression and stuff like that, so it sort of helped me cope with that, but during those first few months of me doing it, I spent a lot of time in my basement getting high with friends, and, you know, that produced a lot of good stories, so let's tell some of those. The The best one I can think of was, it was like the second time we had the, the whole group there, and it was me, Coates Mike Mark and Eli Now when Mark gets high he is he is extremely annoying nobody really likes him when he's high He he, he, he becomes a different person. He, we, call, we call him cram when he's, when he's high because he's just not He's in enti- He's a new level of annoying So he was doing his normal weird shit away from the group just, over like a gorilla on my pool table and every once in a while we just hear him say something about he wants a banana. And we're all very confused because we, we don't have any bananas in my house and we're like he's not a banana but it's every, it's every so often he's you not know, to fucking banana. Eventually Mike and Eli get tired of it and they they get up and they get a, hand, a handful of fruit loops which is I have some I have lot to talk about Fruit Loops Fruit Loops is a big theme in these stories. so they get up and they go over to Mark with a handful of Fruit Loops and I don't know if they planned this out like a while before it was just like in the spur of the moment this is probably be funny as shit which it was but, like I still don't know how they came up with it but they go over, Eli has a, fa- a handful of Fruit Loops and He's like, here, food, food. And Mark, he reaches for... He reaches for the fruit loops. And I just drops the fruit loops, and just gives him, like, a full wind-up slap across the face. Like, all you hear is... And then, you hear, like, some rumbling. And I look over... Because I was trying to record this with my phone, but I couldn't get a good angle. But I look over, and Mark is actually choke out you know, because he's he's a human hand. And meanwhile I'm over there just trying to like remember how to breathe. And they're over there slapping Mark. Mike slapping his ass off just crashing before recording this. And Coates is a, and Coates is a he's a big fella, so you know it takes it takes a lot of me for him to get high. So he's just sitting there, just taking it, you know, I don't know if he was doing it right, because at that point I was just, I wasn't even in my body anymore, I couldn't move. And, so, you know, that was, that was a fun night. But then in there, we actually, I actually have a story about Coats. So, Coats is, as like I said, Coates is a big cup. It takes a lot for him to really do anything. This his first time doing it. So, we're, we're just sitting on the couch, you know, relaxing. Code's still going. We're all, like, baked out of our mind. And he's just sitting there. And he stops taking hits for, like, five minutes. He's just sort of laying there. You know, none of us really notice anything. And then, just out of nowhere, he, like, leaps up and claps mm-hmm. his heels. And we're all, we all look over. very We look very slowly. Cause we're all confused as hell. Like, the hell is going on? And he's like, looks at us. He's like, what? What? How do you? Do? And he's like, I oh, don't fuck you. Know. And it was at that point that we knew Coach was officially. We had we had to cut him off because we could see that you know he was, he was dead. it was extremely bad. It was. I mean, Mom is scared. He he was gonna beat. Somebody. Nobody's mom nobody's mom for harm than the making of this podcast. Uh, a funny st- another funny story about Fruit Loops. Um see, I've banned buying Fruit Loops for a weekend where we're gonna get be high because we have we've had a lot of bad experiences, whether it be just eating them all in one sitting or or another story that I have to tell. I'll start with the one that's just eating them all. So, this was probably the full time that we had the whole group, except I don't think Mark was there this time. So, it's me, Mike, Eli, and Cooks, and we're all sitting in the basement. And we, we pull a munchy train and run upstairs and we get, we get some food. Eli grabs a box of food, and so I'm like, alright, you know, it's normal. I grabbed my boxes, this time just crunch, I was going to go down there, just watch a movie, listen to some music, and just eat normal stuff, and then, but, I'm sitting on the couch, and I swear, for like, three hours straight, Eli was just sitting there, just taking handfuls, and just popping it in his mouth. He dogged the whole box that night. I go to get some the next morning, there's nothing there. There's not even the the little dust that's usually at the bottom. He fucking dogged it all. Fucking clean bag. I'm like, yo, Eli, how much of this did you eat? He's like, all of it. I'm like, what the fuck? And, you know, I'm so confused because, like, nobody else had it, but he he was just, so I remember he was just, I could just hear every once in a while, it was just, he'd pop it in and you'd just hear him crunching on it, and I'm just like, alright. Another funny story about Free Loops, which, is, this is the point where I was like, no more Free Loops, it's done. So, this was the whole group, it was, Mark was there, Coach was there, was there. So, everybody except Mark goes upstairs to get more food, cause we're all hungry as shit. And Mark's just, like, doing his weird shit, like he usually is. And So, we take, like, 15 minutes longer than we normally would because we have no idea what the hell we're doing up there. We're, like, making jokes and shit, and fucking shushing each other, but then we start laughing. And we come back downstairs, and we, all we hear is, like, something, like, hitting the couch. What is that? So we peek down the steps, and Mark is fucking the box of Fruit Loops, and we're all very confused because we're all very high, and we're like, it takes us like a couple seconds to process it, and then we start dying laughing. But he do- he doesn't even acknowledge it. He just keeps going. He just <laughs> against the couch in the Fruit Loops, and the thing is, we don't know if he actually like finished inside the fruit Loops. we don't even know if he he had his like dick out or anything we we were all too busy laughing to find out wait I mean I wouldn't be surprised if there's uh fruit loop human hybrid hiding in my basement right now I wouldn't be surprised honestly um I guess now I'll tell you about like some or some of our seven eleven runs these were a lot of a lot of fun for certain times other times it was like very nerve-wracking very frustrating the first time we did it was very frustrating this was i believe it was it was me mike eli and mark and we're all we're all just hanging out we're all like hungry as hell we're like yo let's go to Seven Eleven. 11 and it, keep in mind this is a like one o'clock in the morning, and, you know, this was during the summer, so it wasn't really that big a deal, but we're all, like, very high, so we're very paranoid, we're like, what if we get caught, and we're like, it's worth it. we're hungry, so, you know, we leave through the back door, we're sure to be quiet, we fucking sprint, like, until we're around the corner from my house, and, you know, then we just start walking, and we were all, like, stoned out of our mind at this point, so... We're walking and we have to, the way we walk, we have to walk past the police station. And you know, that was very, was very nerve wracking for Mark. And he had very, I think he had a very bad time on this trip. So, so we're walking and we're about to walk past the police station. And he like puts his hood up and he starts walking real fast. We're like, Mark, you look suspicious as hell, stop. And he's like, no, we're, we're gonna get caught. And it's not a, that big a deal. They don't really care. He's like, shut up. So, we get past the police station, you know. He's he's still, like, acting hella sketchy. He took his hood down, finally. But it was like, every time a car came past, whether it was a normal person or something, or in, I think we saw, like, one cop car drive past us, he would put his hood up and start, like, he'd, like, walk backwards, like, he'd walk with his back facing the way we're walking, and we're like, Mark, the hell are you doing? He's like, don't want to get caught, dude, I'm going to get in trouble, I'm like, you're not going to get in trouble, it's not that big a deal, um, so we walk the rest of the way down that street, and we turn onto the street where the 7-Eleven is, and we walk a little ways up, and we look into the parking lot of 7-Eleven, and what do we see, we see a cop car parked, actually two cop cars, one marked, one unmarked, parked in the 7-Eleven parking Mark, Mark at this point is very to just, just die. He's like, no, nah, I can't do it. So he puts his hood up. We're like, we're going in, we don't care. And so he puts his hood up, he starts looking sketchy. And we, we walk up and I was actually drunk and high at this point And it was, I was like slurring my words whenever I talked. So we walk up and the officer comes out and he's like, what you doing out here? So late boys. And we're like, "Yeah, we just come to get some food. You know, it's like yeah, same here. And it, it, he was probably the chillest police officer that you'll ever meet. You know, he does—he didn't even ask us if we were on drugs or anything. Because even though we were acting like I, like looking back on it, we were all acting hella sketchy. So we're, we we walk in and you know we're we're looking at her we're looking at the snack aisle. And we're like, what do we get? Because we all have like twenty, thirty dollars. We're Like we're gonna get a lot of food here. So we're we're looking, and the fucking owner of the door he's like, I I wanna take my break so can you guys hurry up and we're like, Yeah. So you get all the food, get all the snacks. I get a monster and I think I got some Starburst and Skittles. I don't know what everybody else got. So we get we pay for the stuff and we leave. And you know we're walking back and then like Mark was acting like really weird for the past couple of days. Especially the one day, he actually got, he actually was considering, you know, like, killing himself because he got left undelivered by a girl he likes, and we're like, Mark, it's delivered, it's not red and he's like, shut up, i we're like, no, Mark, you're being stupid, because he, he was acting like, like it was the end of the world. He sat down on the curb and was just, like, about to cry, and we're like, Mark, it's delivered, calm down, we gotta go, we gotta get our food. We were walking to next that time, I believe. Yeah, we were walking to next, and that's when it was acting real weird. Another Seven Eleven run that we did was actually very recent, and it was—we actually had an additional person in addition to the normal people at my house. We had uh, we had our friend Nick over. This is a different Nick from third grade, and. We were walking, and we were walking past in this one street, and we heard music playing. And this was a lot earlier than most of the 7-Eleven Runs. This was, like, the last one that we did. And then, um, you know, we were walking past the street, and we see there's a party going on. So we walked down, and we're about to go in, but, you know, we see this dog come out. And he starts going ape shit. I'm talking like barking, snarling, fucking growling, everything. He was like, he's ready to bite our fucking ass. So we fucking dip. Fucking. Mark's out of there before all of us because Mark is a lanky bitch and he's scared of everything. And you now Coates is slow, so he's just sort of like jog walking. But the rest of us sort of, we are moving out. We were, we were sprinting, but not like full sprint. So. Again, we're walking past the police station like we normally do, and Mark's acting sketchy like he normally does. And we're walking past, and the street we walk past. There's houses. There's like a, a line of houses that goes all the way down, and then there's the golf course. And you know, it's there's like some lights on the golf course, but not a lot. It's like. It's very, it's very eerily lit, but what made it worse was the fact that there was like a layer of fog that just was like drifting over the, do- the golf course and it was like, it was very dimly lit so you could make out some features and you could see some things that looked like silhouettes of people, but you knew they weren't, but you know, we were high and we're like, oh, that's a person, that's a person. And we're all very, we're all very scared. So we've, we're fucking running because we're late. This shit looks like something from the Thriller Radio. And we get to 7-Eleven again. There's, and this time it's a construction vehicle there. And we're walking. We're walking past it. And the fucking dickhead inside the truck decides to honk his horn. And it scares the living shit out of me. I I fell over. That's how scared I got. I fell. I, like, scraped my arm, and I was like, damn, don't do that. It's not funny. But everybody else thought it was, but, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't having it. Um, I think that's really, actually, I got another story I can tell. Um, this happened back in July of this summer, and I took Mark on vacation because he's the only one that really does any rides anymore so i was like i'm not gonna have any fun with anybody else because i'm not gonna go on ride. so i decided to take him and i decided like an idiot to bring some weed with us and that was probably the worst last best choice in my life so the day before we left you know we ordered some dominoes smoked a little bit and then you know we went we went to sleep But, and then the next morning, we woke up a little bit early, and, you know, we smoked a little bit to sort of relax us for the car ride, and, you know, normally this car ride feels like it's forever, because it's like, it's a whole bunch of bullshit, there's usually traffic and everything, but, you know, with the weed, it was just like, I put, I plugged my earphones in, I got in the car, I put my seatbelt on, plugged my earphones in, sat down, laid my head back, blinked like five times, and we were there, we were at the hotel we were staying at. I was like, god damn, that shit's cool. That shit was like a time vessel. Keep in mind, this we were driving from New Jersey to Virginia, so that's still like, I think it's like five, six hours away from here. So, we get there and we get in the hotel you know we check in and everything and we get ready to go to the theme park so me and mark so you know I didn't trust mark at first I wanted to see how he's gonna act in the theme park first so you know I was the only one that, that was high for the first trip so I go in the bathroom you know I get a shower I I get it like a really quick one like two minutes but I leave the water running and I get out and I, I take like five or six trips from my dad and i had like really strong weed for this trip so i was like it was like five or six and i was like i don't even know if i can go anymore but you know i went i'm sitting in the back of the car and the theme park's like 15 minutes away i'm just laying in the back of the car and i'm like i am very high if we go on any roller coasters i'm actually going to be very very upset so we get out and you know i made up my mind i was like i'm doing a roller coaster my mind was set on it. I was like, this is going to be the f- the funnest thing or the scariest thing in my life. So we walk in. You know, we got to see some passes and the fast lane stuff. So we get right to the front of the line. And the first one we go on is, it's an easy roller coaster. There's no loops or anything. It's just a very high hill. So we're going, and we're, we get to the, like, the peak of the hill. And I start having, like, it was... Me and Mark in the same row and he's like he's like fucking with me really hard and I, I didn't appreciate these, but he was like really fucking with me. Like with my head and shit. He's like, Bro, what if the what if the roller coaster comes off the tracks? And I'm like, Mark, shut up. So and this roller coaster sorta of like it goes it goes on a hill and then it flattens out for like probably two hundred feet and then you just sort of gradually go off this hill and it's like I think it's like the highest, highest roller coaster on the east coast of America, and we're like, we sort, and we were sitting in and back, so we got that really good, like zero gravity feel where you sort of come out of your seat, and we go over, and it, it's go, for me it's going, I don't know how it felt for Mark, but for me it's going in slow motion, and we sort of, we peek over, and it's like, I'm like, this is not good. I'm going to die on this ride. I, I, about halfway through the ride, this ride is, it's a very, it's a pretty long ride. I think it's like, I think it's like a minute roller coaster. At like the halfway point through this, I I, I had accepted. that. I was like, All right, I'm probably going to die on this ride. I'm just going to enjoy it while it lasts. So, you know, I'm screaming. I'm having a, I'm having a hell of a good time, even though I think I'm going to die. And, no, we come around and I, I sort of lost track of where we were because I'd been on this roller coaster before. I lost track of where we were, and I, you know, normally, like, whenever you get to the end of the roller coaster as well, this is just for me. I put my hands on so, like, when the brakes come, I can sort of stop myself. But I forgot where we were on the roller coaster, and we came around to the last bend, and then the brakes hit, and I, I sort of. Like I just smacked my head on the front seat the seat in front of me. It was sorta of just a it was a very solid smack. And you know, that was very it was very painful. luckily I didn't get I didn't get seriously injured, you know. I sorta of just like clunked my forehead and I was fine, you know, I got a hard head and everything. So, um that was fun. That was sorta of the first experience I had, you know after a couple of rides, it was sort of starting to wear off, and, you know, I still had, I still had a lot of fun in that park, even then, so, we go home, and it's dark at this point, because we got there around, like, I think it was, like, one o'clock, we got to the hotel around one o'clock, you know, stayed at the hotel for a while, and then went to the theme park right before, you know, it got dark, so, we're, we're leaving the park, we're heading home, and we get to the hotel, and it's, it's actually, it's a very nice hotel, you know, so, me and Mark were like, alright, we want to go in the pool So, we had our baby suits on And, you know, I took, like, one rip from the dab pen And it sort of revived the whole thing And I would really recommend swimming while wow, high it's, it's a whole new level of just The feeling of weightlessness while you're, like, floating Through the space that is your mind is just, it's great, it's like it really helps you relax in the pool, so, you know, we swim for, like, half an hour, we go upstairs, you know, we get dragged. you know, I was, like, I was, like, mildly high, and I'm, like, all right, I'll let Mark start, and I bought, I had bought two pods for this, so I was, like, "I, I still got enough, just in case, so we sort of, we sat in bed, we were, like, we had, like, the blankets over us, and this was at, like, Twelve o'clock. Sorry, everybody's asleep, so we kept on we were puffing and passing as you do. And eventually, Mark's like, "Yo, I'm hungry," and I had remembered something. I looked down at the side of my bed, and there's a, there's a whole like rubbermaid tub, like one of those big toy tubs that used to keep toys in. I open it, and there's just snacks, just snacks on snacks on snacks on snacks. And I was like, Mark. Our problems are over. There was donuts. There was candy. There was chips. There was fucking fucking tasty cakes. Fruit snacks. Everything. Anything you wanted, it was there. So we probably ate two bags of donuts, a box of gushers, two box, two. No, just one thing of granola bars and half a bag of chips each. So that was, that was a lot of fun. So the the next day, actually, um, we went back. We actually went to the water park in the morning. Now I was like, all right, I'll let Mark. Uh, this will be Mark's test run. So I let him take five ribs. I take five ribs. And you know, we're both in the car. We're just like, just staring out the front window because it's very, it's very cool. We get there, and keep in mind, it's like. I think it was, like, 98 degrees when we got there. And, you know, I I didn't have any water shoes or anything, so I took off my shoes and I was walking across the concrete. My feet were on fire. It was That was probably the worst part, but... You know, we get there and we do this... And we're, like... It's, like, really bad how... How, like, high we are. Like, people could definitely notice. So we get on... We get on the, this one ride, and we actually took a wrong turn. And we go up to the top and realize it's like this tube. They close the tube in, and the floor just drops out from under right you and drops you into the slide. And Mark's, like, freaking out. He's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm like, we're doing it. I'm not. We had to wait too long for this. So we get on. I go first. I get in the tube. And it's, it, there's, like, this... There's different people each time we went on, like not each time, but every once in a while, the people would switch who were operating it. And some of the guys were like pretty cool, and then some of them were just not cool at all. They were really strict about everything. But you know, the first time I got on was the best one, it was sort of like I was having like second thoughts when I stepped into tube. He's like, he didn't like. He had me get in the right position. He didn't even ask me if I was ready. He just dropped the tube. And that was... It was probably the coolest experience of my life. I was having a lot. I was having a lot of fun in that tube. And, you know, I get out and I'm waiting for Mark. And I could... I, like, I could barely see him at the top. He was, like, talking with the guy. And I'm like, come on, Mark. I don't got it all day. He steps in. I know he, and you—and then all you hear... you hear the You hear the sound of the thing drop, and all you hear is, oh goddamn motherfucking shit, he screams it, and there's like little kids at this park, and I could hear it all the way at the bottom of this slide, and I'm like, Jesus, Mark, he comes out, and he's having like a full-on panic day, he's like, <clears throat> he's like, he can't breathe, and gets out, and he's like, let's go, we're leaving, I'm like, alright, calm down, so we go back to like where the entrance is, because there was this really big slide with like a family, it was like a family ride, so it was... We get on that, and the way it was designed, you go down, you come out into, like, a like a, a, little dome area, and, like, you go up really almost, like, upside down, and you fall back down, and, you know, we get on, and it was scary because we had my brother on there, and my brother's bigger than both of us, even c- almost combined, and, you know, we, we go up, and we, we go over this arch, and my brother was... He was, like, at the, t- at the highest point, and you could feel, like, the tube, like, tilting, like, it was about to come off the slide, and I was like, "Oh shit, we're gonna fall straight on our heads. So, we come down, I don't know why I got really quiet there, so we come down, and, you know, we, we hit, we, there's, like, two sections of those dome things, in we come down to like the last part of the thing where we hit, where you come to the like the big pool area where you, you get off, and my I was facing backwards with my back to the pool, and the force of hitting the pool was so hard that I actually went over the back of the tube, and into the pool. I like I got like sucked under. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is scary. So we get off that ride and. We, me and Mark, we don't, we didn't want to hang out with my brother the whole time, so we leave. We go in the Lazy River, and, you know, that was pretty fun, floating around in a Lazy River, Waha. is pretty cool. But we go on this, we go on another ride where it's, you know, you get on, like, these little mats, and you, like, you race. And I was like, oh, I'm going to win this, because, you know, I'm heavier. I move faster when I'm going on a hill. That was my logic, but I don't know what Mark did, but he, he like flew. Like, I swear he, like, I swear he had, like, a little jet pack on him, and he, like, accelerated and then took it off and then like beat me down to the bottom. I'm like, what the hell? That's not supposed to happen. So, you know, we do that tube ride a couple more times. Now, that was a lot of fun. The park was, the water park was a lot of fun. So, we go back to the hotel, we get changed, and then, so instead of going to the main theme park, we go to this little, like, go-kart place. And then, let me tell you, go-kart, we got high again, and go-karts fall high is like, the coolest experience ever, especially ones if you wear, like, a helmet or, like, the top closes down. But, like, the first one we did was, like, a, like, a normal go-kart circuit with just the and now we were going around, and Mark was racing, like, really dirty, he was, like, blocking when I was about to pass him, and he was trying to spin me out when I was ahead of him, and I, I eventually got some mad. I called him out, I'm like, Mark, you're racing dirty, he's like, no, I'm not, I like, guess you are, so, I'm like, alright, clean racing this time, you know, no blocking, no spinning out, he's like, alright, and I was, I was, I'm happy to say that I, I completely destroyed him that. So, that was our last race on that one. We had, like, the unlimited wristbands. So, we could just keep doing it over and over again. So, we go to the next thing. We go to this, um... Oh, uh, what's it called? There was another go-kart track there. And they had, like, these really cool carts where, like, the top, like, closed down. And you felt like you were actually in a little, like, a car. So, you know, we come out and I'm driving. And I'm like i'm like fried out of my mind so this is like really cool i i could hear i could hear the um the mask off remix going off my head and i'm you know i I was just sort of like almost on autopilot going around the track and i could just feel the breeze blowing through the car it was was a lot of fun you know so the sun was setting and we it was almost time for us to leave so we changed rides one more time on this little, like, saucer thing, and, you know, the guy on this thing was, like, really, really chill. We, like, he was, like, he was, like, a G, and he was, he's probably the coolest ride attendant I've ever seen. You go on this little saucer thing, and you, like, you face, like, out, outwards, and, you know, you're on, like, a little U-shaped thing, and you, sort of, you go up, and it, like, spins, and it was, like, it almost felt like you were, like, flying and that's what it felt like it almost felt like flying and you know we could come pa- we would come past the guy and he's like and he was like really interacting with us a lot I don't I don't really remember anything he said but I, I remember it was really cool so we do that like five times in a row and like three of those times we didn't even have to get off so we get off finally and we go we leave you know so, we go home, you know, it's another night, we didn't go in the pool that day, cause we had to fill up the water park, and, you know, I was tired, so I just went to sleep, I don't know what Mark did, after I went to sleep, but, then it was the last day that we were there, and, so we, we went to the park in the morning, the actual theme park, and, you know, it was, it was a really weird experience because this park is very country-oriented. It has, like, German, a German section, an Irish section, you know. So this time I actually brought the pen with me to the park. And, you know, me and Mark, after we left, like, my mom and dad, we went to the bathroom and we got, like, this time we took, like, I think it was, like, ten rips each. And this stuff was, like, really strong. So, we, we get out. And we run my bag back to my mom. We give it to her. And, you know, like, this stuff doesn't melt. So, she wasn't going to check my bag if she thought something was in there. Because there was no way she would know. So, we go. And we're, like, we got to we gotta get going before, like, 'cause Because we took these rips, like, fast. It was, like, like a three-second pass. Three-second pass. Three-second pass. Three-second pass. So, we... So we leave, and we're like, "All right, we gotta find something to do before this kicks in, or else we're gonna just walk around for like three hours and not do anything." So we find this one ride, and it was like one of those like really really weird roller coasters where like it's sort of you sit in a seat and it comes down over your shoulders, and it's like instead of having the cart over top of you, it's like under you, and it's just a platform. Oh, a platform there. Excuse me. you know, you get on, you get on, and we weren't sure what this ride was. We didn't, we actually had no idea where we were. All we know is there was, it was, like, a Spanish section of the park, because there was, like, the Argentina flag. There was Haiti. So we get on, and, you know, it takes us up a hill. We're like, uh, it's probably nothing. And then we were in the front. I don't know why we decided to get in the front, but we got in the front. And it hangs you over a ledge on a vertical drop for, like, two seconds. And me and Mark are like, oh dang, this ain't good. So, it drops us, and, you know, it hits, like, a hard turn at the bottom. It's, like, just, it goes, like, nine, almost, I'd say it's almost nine degrees. It was a really hard turn, and, you know, it takes you a couple loops, and, but it was a lot of fun, that, that ride. It took you through, like, this little water section, where, like, you over the water, and, like, if you were watching it from a, from, the, like, the little bridge, you could see, like, it created, like, a little spray of water, almost, like, uh, like a wave, but it wasn't exactly like that, and then, so we got off that ride, and we, we walked around for a little bit, and we found, I was like, Mark, today we're going on the log from the next day, and, that. and he's like, alright, so we find the log from finally, and, you know, we're having a lot of fun on that going around, and then we find the, like, we go through the, like, there's usually, like, two drops on all of and there's, like, a small one to, like, get used to, and then there's, like, a really big one, which is, like, the climax of the thing, so we're going around on that, and we come through, the- there's, like, a little building there, and we're coming through, and we see, like, this saw blade going, because it was, like, it was very, like, it was, like, a sawmill theme, and I don't know what inspired Mark to do this, but as we were walking, we were going past, this, like, that fake saw blade, I'm not sure, I don't want to know what it was made out of, but all I heard was, I heard, like, something hit Mark, I heard Mark go, fuck, and he's, like, he just sits there, and he's, like, holding his head, and you can see in the picture, he's, like, just, like, ah, and he, he's, like, mongressing, like, really hard, and he's just, like, he's not having it the rest of that day, because his head hurts, so, you know, we go, we go back to the hotel, we pack up and then we leave the next morning. Yeah. Uh, now that the ride home was really long cuz we hit a lot of traffic. It was a lot of fun. Um Well, I think that's that's a good length for this podcast. If you like this podcast, share it with all your friends and family. Maybe not your mom. Mom probably doesn't approve what I talk about, especially as she was around during the Reagan years, you know, war and drugs, all that, Reagan and Bush, Reagan and Bush. Fuck, Reagan and Bush, Reagan and Bush. These are words that are great with the I'm Matthew. This has been the Sad Boy Podcast. Enjoy your night, everybody.